What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 208, where I will talk about the Pistons losing 22 games in a row. I also talk about the big day in sports for the state of Michigan. You got the Lions playing, you got Michigan State playing, you got the Pistons, you got the Red Wings playing. Huge day for the state of Michigan in sports today. We also have bowl games starting today as well. And then lastly, I'll talk about the commitment from Aiden Childs to Michigan State, what that can mean for Michigan State going forward. So let's get started out with, of course, the worst team in the NBA and maybe historically, the Detroit Pistons. They've lost 22 straight games. They end up getting blown out by the 76ers last night. They play again tonight. They probably won't win, to be completely honest with you. But um, this is just not a good team. Like, they are not good offensively. Defensively, they're all right. They're not good enough defensively to make up for how bad offensively they are. They just can't make shots right now. Like, yesterday, I believe there was a couple, like, wide-open shots that just Damon hit rim. At least I know of one specifically that Damon hit rim. You also have Bagdanovich that's missing open shots. Kate Cunningham doesn't look like he's necessarily wanting to be there, and he's not the only one. Like, no one on that team seems interested in being there, especially the head guy, the head coach, Monty Williams. He doesn't even look like he wants to even be coaching this team. And honestly, a lot of the reasons why he probably even came to Detroit is because of that money. And in the press conference, I don't know if this was an exact quote but people were saying, like, he was saying, it is what it is. Like, that is not, if that is true, that is not a good sign as a head coach that they're kind of bought in on this quote-unquote rebuild. And it's honestly a rebuild at this point. You're rebuilding a rebuild. And you're going to have players that are going to be demanding trades. You're going to have Kate Cunningham. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Kate Cunningham demanded a trade because he does not deserve this. Kate Cunningham has been one of the more consistent guys, one of the best guys on this Pistons team. And I believe a couple of years ago when the Pistons really drafted him, you could kind of see the way that the Pistons team was going to go, build around Cade Cunningham. And the Pistons under Troy Weaver has really failed under that. And you're going to have to kind of tear it down maybe eventually because in a couple of years, let's say you get decent again, in a couple of years, those contracts will be expiring. And that's one thing that Rashid Wallace on a podcast really talked about is that this young core that you have, and I want to put kind of parentheses around core, isn't going to be here in three or five years. And for some people, that's probably a good thing. For other people, that means you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to make a decision between Kate Cunningham, Jalen Duran, Sir Thompson when it's time to come up, Jay and Ivy as well. Like, not all those guys are going to be here in a couple of years. And the big decision is who are you keeping? I think you want to keep Kate Cunningham. I think he could be a very good player. I think he already is a very good player. But the thing is, when you have a team that isn't really wanting to be there, at least don't seem like they want to be there, at least not motivated, that's going to really affect these players. And there's a real opportunity here that because of this team, Kate Cunningham could honestly lose his confidence and really kind of start bringing down everyone. And I think that's kind of what's happening right now. I believe a couple of games ago, you could really see that Cade Cunningham really wanted to be there. But now you have people like questioning that, or at least they're like, hey, 
are they even motivated? Like, there was even a video a couple of days ago of the Pistons being down in the fourth quarter, and a lot of these top guys on this Pistons team on the bench basically looking distraught, looking not interested at all. And when you lose 22 games in a row, it's really hard to be interested anymore, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. I think they've been put in a really bad position. I think Troy Weaver, like I said, hasn't done a good job constructing this roster. And also you have a GM in, again, Troy Weaver, and an owner in Tom Gores that is absolutely absent right now. I think Pistons fans need to hear from at least one of them. The one credit I give to Sheila Hampford and I think she's giving a lot of credit. I think back then the one credit I gave her is when things were going really wrong last year, when they were losing before they went on a great run at the second half of the season, Sheila Hanford came out and said, hey, we still trust this process. Just give us time. Things will work out. That's what fans did. Things worked out. Where's Piston ownership right now? Like, where's Tom Gores? He hasn't even come out and talked about anything like it is so disappointing Tom Gores I don't think a lot of people are surprised by this because I don't think Tom Gores necessarily cares about this Pistons team to be completely honest with you because this Pistons team has been bad for 10 plus years at this point like it's been a while since this Pistons team has even been remotely good or at least competitive to go to the playoffs and even win a playoff game like the last time was under Blake Griffin and they got swept by the Bucks, and it wasn't even a competitive season series now they did end up going to the playoffs by basically Blake Griffin carrying them on an injured body but they did go I think Pistons fans just need some sort of resemblance of kind of that Sheila Hampford speech now I'm not saying he needs to come out and say hey trust this process it's going to work out I think there needs to be change right now I think Tom Gores needs to make the decision that hey this is not going anywhere Troy Weaver is not the guy also I think you have to kind of talk about Monty Williams I don't think Monty Williams is going to ever be bought out that's a huge contract to for Tom Gores to buy him out so I don't think that's going to happened but I did see a few people saying hey you know what maybe Monty Williams just needs to kind of like step away for a little while and let some of these assistants coach because guess what this team's going absolutely nowhere the Pistons aren't going to win very many games it wouldn't surprise me if they end up breaking the NBA record for losing 28 games in a row that wouldn't shock me at this point but things need to change ownership needs to step up and I would be kind of surprised if they do at this point which is really really disappointing now let's kind of go on to the Lions, a team that is actually making fans a little bit more excited, even though recently they've been disappointed and there's been a little bit concern there. The Piss the Lions are playing tonight, I believe, at like 8-15 against the Broncos. Absolutely huge game for the Lions. You need to find a way to win this game. And if you lose this game, is there a panic? No. But there continue to be kind of those questions. Now, if you win this game, this is a decent Denver Broncos team. And if you win this game, you basically only have to win one more of these last like three games after this to go to the playoffs to maybe even clinch the NFC North. And you could clinch the playoffs this weekend, depending on the results. But this is a team, 
offensively that has really struggled. They scored 13 points last week against the Bears, which is not good enough. This offense needs to be better. Jared Goff needs to be better. I think there needs to be, and there already has been, a little bit of a discussion on Jared Goff, especially with his extension. Like, do you pay him? And if you are a Lions fan right now and Lions ownership, the way that Jared Goff has been playing these last few weeks, I don't think you can really pay him that much. Like, at least a huge extension, in my opinion. Now, if he comes out, balls out today, plays like he did early on in the season, yeah, maybe we can have that argument. But again, it also kind of depends on, one, if you make playoffs, which you should, and if you win a playoff game. Because if you don't win a playoff game, then kind of comes back that discussion on, is it Jared Goff the fault of it? Is it maybe not addressing the defense? What's going to happen there? I think there's a lot of discussion that needs to happen, but this is a... Broncos team that's led by Sean Payton that is a former coach that Dan Campbell was under. Dan Campbell is definitely going to be motivated in this. He did say that he might be a little bit more upset this week, at least not take crap from anyone, which is a good thing. But Dan Campbell is going to be himself. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to take chances. And this line's offense, especially this offensive line now being healthy again, hopefully, I think they're going to have to be able to run the ball, and they're going to have to continue to run the ball against this Broncos defense, a defense that's given up over five yards per carry. If this is your time to run the ball, and if this is a team that you need to get your confidence going again, at least offensively, this is the game to do it. Because the Lions have a great offensive line with a duo that are great running backs, you have Jameer Gibbs that probably should be given the ball more. And you have David Montgomery that's been pretty decent this year as well. You're going to have to run the ball. And I think the Lions have kind of gone away from that a little bit in these past couple of weeks. I think the Bears defense is actually pretty good at stopping the run, especially Montez Sweat was very good last week as well. But you're going to have to run the ball in this game. Kind of take a little pressure off of Jared Goff, let Jared Goff make the decision, and he's going to have to be better. He's going to have to be better with handling the snaps. He can't throw as many interceptions as he has been, and hopefully he can actually hit Jamison Williams on a deep ball because I don't think we've seen him really lead Jamison Williams, like, ever. So that's when kind of the discussion of will he be the next quarterback after these next couple of years. Again, that's something that we can have later on, but... Lions need to get the win tonight. Red Wings also are playing tonight. They've struggled recently. Uh, Larkin did end up getting back to practice. He did have a no-contact jersey at practice, which is a great sign to see, and that's definitely making fans excited. It seems like he's going to be okay. That's a huge development. Uh, It seems like people are still wanting Edvinson from... Grand Rapids, he hasn't been called up. Defensively, just hasn't been good again. Goalkeeping, they lost, honestly, because of goalkeeping last game. And I know that might be a little harsh on Huso. Huso was probably the best player on that Red Wings team that night, but his mistake ended up losing them 2-1 to one a couple of nights ago, and it was a really bad mistake. So you can't really have that if you're the Red Wings. Let's go on to... Michigan State, I'll talk about basketball a little bit before we get to Aiden Childs. Michigan State plays Baylor tonight at um, Little Caesars Arena. 
Huge game for Michigan State. It's at like 2 o'clock. Really need to get this win against Baylor somehow. You need to come out fast. You need to shoot the ball extremely well. Defensively, going to be interesting to see how Michigan State can do against this really great offensive Baylor. Defensively, Michigan State's been pretty good this year. Offensively, they're shooting the ball a little bit better as well. Uh, Izzo did say that he's going to play Booker a little bit more in these games. We'll see if that actually happens, especially today against a Baylor team that is undefeated, a top six team in the country. If you're going to win and want to like kind of calm the concerns down, you just win this game. Like it doesn't matter how you win it, you just win it. You just can't get blown out in this game if you're Michigan State. Lastly, Michigan State got a big commitment from Oregon State transfer Aiden Childs. This didn't really surprise anyone, to be completely honest with you, but it's an absolutely huge deal for Michigan State, especially for where this team was at and where kind of the excitement is now. I think fans are a lot more excited currently about Michigan State football than Michigan State basketball. I think it has a lot to do with kind of how the season started, but with a commitment from like an Aiden Childs type quarterback, a quarterback that has shown a ton of potential to be very good, it could dramatically change what Michigan State's offense looks like next year. If you have a decent offensive line with a quarterback like Aiden Childs that is very good on his feet and has a huge arm, this could be a very fun offense to watch. And we've seen teams that have had very good quarterbacks maybe not have like the best offensive line, but has put on quite a few points or just at least a lot more fun to watch. So like this offense from this past year for Michigan State was not fun at all to watch. But if you have Aiden Childs in the backfield and maybe add a couple offensive linemen, we'll see what the wide receiver position looks like this year as well. But it's just exciting. Michigan State fans are excited that Aiden Childs is going to be a Spartan. It is putting a lot of pressure on him. I'm not saying he's going to not make mistakes. He does have three years of eligibility left, So, and he is a young guy. Like He is a young kid. He hasn't had too much experience. He did do every third drive at Oregon State, so at least he has playing experience, but there's going to be bumps in the road. Uh, it's no, Of course, there's no guarantee that he's going to be the next big thing, but if you want a quarterback that could be, I honestly think it's Aiden Childs. I think Aiden Childs is the most athletic quarterback since either Drew Sitton or Damian Terry. I know there's some argument with Damian Terry, but I think Aiden Childs is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think he's going to grow during his time, and he could be the next great quarterback at Michigan State. I know that's putting a lot of pressure on him, but I think there's kind of that expectation there that he's going to come in that he's going to be the starter that he's going to make plays and there's going to be times where he's going to probably make frustrating plays like every quarterback does that but at the same time there's going to be also times where you're going to just watch and you're just going to be hopefully amazed by the plays that he make but from everything I've learned and heard especially on the podcast with the belligerent beefs it seems like Michigan State is getting a very good quarterback, a very good person, and Michigan State fans should be very excited that he is going to be 
at Michigan State next year and probably will be the starting quarterback as well. Michigan State has a quarterback issue outside of him. They don't really have any other quarterbacks, so they're going to have to either get a transfer or get a couple freshmen to come in for next year, but that will be something that's discussed later on down the road. But so far, I think Jonathan Smith has done a great job. He's got his guy at quarterback. We'll see if that leads to other offensive players like tight ends or wide receivers coming to Michigan State because I'm sure there's quite a few players that want to play with a guy that's as athletic and has an arm like Aiden Childs. I definitely think that will affect things. But yeah, super exciting for Michigan State football. Basketball has a big opportunity tonight as well. Red Wings, Pistons, and Lions all play tonight. At least I hope there's at least one victory out of those teams. Can't go 0 for 4. That would be really bad. And another bad weekend for the state of Michigan in sports. So maybe 4 0. We'll see. But yeah, that's a wrap to episode number 208. Thank you again for tuning in. Please continue to support the podcast. Please let friends, family, anyone that you know about the podcast, I really appreciate everyone that tune in every single week you guys make the podcast for what it is um hopefully got a few exciting things coming up at least i'm going to try to give you exciting opportunities coming up so tune in for those but yeah enjoy this weekend great day to watch sports